Our word today is captioned, The Next Big Thing. It will be coming from the book of Mark, chapter 13, verse 25 and 26, and verse 28 to 37. And the stars of heaven shall fall, and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When her branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. So ye in like manner, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that it is near, even at the doors. Brothers and sisters, man has been able to forecast the season very well. He has forecasted hurricane seasons, tropical storms, but he cannot forecast an earthquake because it comes suddenly and destructively. Yeshua has given us signs of his coming. Are we reading them? Are you reading them? We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. Our topic is the next big thing. We're looking at Mark chapter 13. Select verses. Follow as I go along. Mark chapter 13, verse 25 and 26 was read. And now we are going from verse 32 to 37. It says, But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Commenters say that this should read, That day and hour none makes known, neither the angels nor the Son, but the Father. Take ye heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants, and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning. Lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping, and what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch, this is a very sober and serious warning given to us by Yeshua, the son of Yahweh. We shall look more closely at these verses. The sun, spoken here of, the darkening of the sun here, foretold, took place in May 19, 1780, known as the Great Dark Day. This was the first of the signs in the sun, moon, and stars ordained to herald our Master's return. He already said, You know how to tell the seasons, for when you see the fig tree and the branches tender and put it forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So in like manner, when you shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh even at the doors. And we are going down to look at these things that Yeshua the Messiah was talking about. The darkening of the sun took place on May 19, 1780. That is known as the Great Dark Day. The moon on the night of May 19, 1780, 
the moon's light was veiled, even as the sun had been during the daytime. And the stars, the falling of the stars, took place on November 13, 1833, in what was undoubtedly the greatest meteor shower in history. These two phenomena of 1780 and 1833 exactly fulfilled Yeshua's predictions for they came at the specified time. They were not the only such events, but best met the specifications at the close of the great persecution. Yeshua declared the sun should be darkened and the moon should not give her light. Next, the stars should fall from heaven. And he says, learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise, when you shall see these things, know that he is near even at the doors. Matthew chapter 24, verse 32 and 33. Yeshua has given us the sign of his coming. He declares that we may know when he is near even at the doors. He says of those who see these signs, this generation shall not pass till these signs be fulfilled. These signs have appeared. Now we know of a surety that Yahweh's coming is at hand. Heaven and earth shall pass away, he says, but my words shall not pass away. My brother and my sister, we are living in the closing seconds of earth's history. It behooves men and women, boys and girls, to get ready. We have seen disasters after disasters. These have been eye-openers. We have seen wars. We have heard of wars and rumors of wars. Violence is taking the world by storm. Men's heart is evil and desperately wicked. Who can know it? My brother and my sister, what more warning do you want? What more warning do you want? All the prophecies of the Bible has almost been fulfilled. Yeshua has warned you. He has warned me. He is coming soon. What else can he do? He died upon the cross of Calvary for you. He died upon the cross of Calvary for you and for me. What else can he do to warn you? What must the church be doing to prepare the world for such a dark and terrible day of Yeshua's coming? What shall we do? Who can question that we are living in perilous times? When Yeshua portrayed the destruction of Jerusalem, he looked down the ages and included in his description the still more awful destruction of the world. And he declares, as the days of no war, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and knew not until the flood came, and took them all away so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Look around you. There's so much marrying and giving in marriage, so many partying and revelry, so much debauchery, so much wantonness, so much carnalness. Man is so caught up in the flesh. The courts have made laws to protect homosexuality. It's, it's normal now for a man to walk into a courthouse and be married to another man or a woman to another woman. And I even heard that women are marrying their pets. Yes, women are marrying their dogs. Bestiality is in the land and Satan worship is all over the place now. What is happening in this world? Yahweh is soon to come. The earth is as a woman groaning in child pain waiting to be delivered from the wickedness and the abomination in the land. You have to now respect the homosexual. You have to respect the man who is pushing a prom. 
walking with another man hand in hand and kissing in public because the law will persecute you. The law will prosecute you if you turn up your nose at them, if you say anything to them untoward. This is where we have reached today. The world is filled with sin and darkness and abomination. But just as it is in the day of Noah, my brother and my sister, the destroying angels are today executing their commission. Death will come in all places. This is why I am so anxious for our cities to be warned. There is a work to be done by canvassing in the cities all over the world. The church is to send out those who are canvassing, called porters. Send them all over the world with books and Bibles and literature. Use the printed material. Use the press. Use the internet. Use every means necessary. You can Zoom it. You can Facebook it. You can YouTube it. You can WhatsApp it. You can Viber it. You can do all you want to do. Yes, we can podcast it. You can broadcast it to the world by radio and television. Do what we have to do to warn the world. In his teaching, Yeshua has given lessons of great value in regard to the last days. Oh, that men and women would learn their danger before it is everlastingly too late. Oh, church member, church sister, church brother, pastor, whoever you are, Get up and wake up from your sleep and slumber and let us go out as soldiers telling and spreading the gospel all over the world in the highways and in the byways. For the day of Yahweh is coming as a thief, not on those who are spiritually awake, but on those who are half asleep. The blessings of Yahweh rest on the workers who warn those that are unready to meet him. Holiness is connected with mercy as the effect is connected with its cause. We have to get up. We have to go and blow the trumpet in Zion. We have to give the trumpet a certain sound. For if the watchman blows not the trumpet, how will they know to make ready for the invasion? My brother and my sisters, human agencies are employed in this work. Yahweh can use angels. He can raise up the stones. But he chose to use you and me with angels behind the scene, fighting and spreading the gospel. Zeal and energy must be intensified. Just like Satan is intensifying his purposes by distraction with sex and drugs and, and false worship and, and false Sabbath day, just like he's intensifying contention in the church and strife, all of these in the homes, community, society, fake news all over the world, pandemics of coronavirus, all these things, Satan has intensified his, his attack upon the world. And likewise, zeal and energy must be intensified by Yahweh's people, his church. Talents that are rusting from inaction must be pressed into service. Many people have talents. They can spread the gospel. They can tell somebody about Yeshua, but they're sitting down and their talents are rusting from inaction. These people must be pressed into service. The voice that would say, Wait, do not allow yourself to have burdens imposed upon you is the voice of the cowardly spies. We want Caleb's. Yes, cowardly spies who went into Cain and came back and say that we are as grasshoppers among those giants. They never made it into Canaan. They never made it there for they were punished. We want Caleb's who will say, We can take it. We want Caleb's who will say, Press to the front chieftains in Israel who with courageous words will make a strong report in favor of immediate action when the selfish, ease-loving, 
panic-stricken people, fearing tall giants and inaccessible walls, clamor for retreat. Let the voice of the Caleb's be heard, even though the cowardly one stands with stones in their hands, ready to beat them down for their faithful testimony. Let us stand like a brave with our face to the foe, for Yahweh will reward you. He will reward me for our never-ending resolute attack on the enemy. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 and 10 says, Yahweh is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us word, not willing that any should perish, but that all, all shall come to repentance. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be in prison right now, serving life for a heinous crime. You can be going to the gallows or the, or the gas chamber or the electric chair. Once you have surrendered your all to Yeshua, he will save you. So it doesn't matter if you're an outcast. It doesn't matter if the world rejects you, if your family rejects you, if your community rejects you. It doesn't matter, for he says he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Verse 10 says, But the day of Yahweh will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. My brother and my sister, the heavenly bodies will be burnt, rocks will be burnt, mountains will be leveled as wax to heat and to fire. Imagine flesh, imagine the wicked who will melt away as the fat of lambs. The righteous shall walk on the ashes of the wicked. He said in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 15, While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your hearts as in the provocation. They provoked Yahweh in the wilderness and thousands and tens of thousands of them died by the wayside and they did not make it into Canaan, the land of promise. Likewise today, many people are hardening their hearts against the tender pleading of Yeshua. They are hardening their hearts against the tender pleading of Yeshua. But today he is saying to you, Today if you shall hear my voice, harden not your hearts. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. Brothers and sisters, Yeshua is coming soon. Let us put away our pettiness. Let us put away backbiting. Let us put away hypocrisy. If the brother stumbles and fall, put your arms around him in love and help him to his feet and say, Brother and sister, I am praying for you. Do not pull them down. Do not say all manner of evil against them, for you are in danger of the judgment. I can see the signs fast fulfilling all around. It's almost time for Yahweh to come. It's almost time for Yeshua to come. The father is about to say, Son, go get your children. What would happen? What position would you be in when the, when the sky is receded as a scroll, when it is rolled together? Or when you shall hear thundering from heaven, he that is filthy, let him remain filthy still. He who is just, let him remain just still. He who is unrighteous, let him remain unrighteous still. What will you do? Now is the time of salvation. Now is the acceptable time. Would you come to Yeshua today? Would you give him your heart? Father in heaven today, your word is clear that you are coming soon. The signs are fast fulfilling. 
the signs are fast fulfilling all the prophecies of the bible are almost fulfilled and you said that you will cut it short in righteousness so we do not know if you may come tonight if you may come tomorrow morning if you will come today we do not know you will cut it short in righteousness sake so father i pray for them i pray for those who are out there who are halting between two decisions Oh, Father in heaven, Satan has gained a lot of worship. He's covered a lot of grounds, but you will save many. For your scripture says that you shall see the travail of your soul and be filled with joy. Many shall be saved in your kingdom. For John the Revelator said, he saw a number that no man can number. What a mighty number. I want to be in that number and I want you to be in that number. Get ready to meet your master. All you have to do, repent, confess your sins, Accept him as the son of Yahweh. Accept his death on the cross to save you. Open your heart and let him in and he will come in and save you. Call upon his name. For he said that whosoever shall call upon the name of Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus Christ, when you call upon his name, Yeshua, you shall be saved. This is my prayer. In Yeshua's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Yahweh bless you. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.